0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Brownie Points. I'm Dan. I'm Nick. And this is the podcast where a guy with a film degree and a guy who knows how to work a DVD player talk to you about movies. So much better now that we don't have that awkward, like, (laughs) millisecond delay. (laughs) Um, Our first review of the week is the brand new film from The Master of Twists, M. Night Shyamalan. Old! That review's coming up now on this episode of Brownie Points. All right, everybody, we are back. There it is. Oh. <laughs> we are here. It's our second week in our new studio setup, whatever you want to call it. Hopefully. Hopefully, this
1: sounds better. We we actually didn't spend nearly as much time on the audio test as I thought we would. But just to reiterate, uh, we're getting used to the new setup. If the audio sounds funky, we apologize. We're we're kind of figuring it out on the fly. We are not paid professionals. Um. I think that shows. Yeah. Truly.
0: We are are recording in the man cave, not in an actual sound... uh, What do you call it? The sound panel studio. There is a TV on with baseball on in the background. The Padres and the A's, it looks like. And the A's are... Would you say it's the Padres? Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yes, we're still here. We are here to give you our thoughts on our first movie of the week. We are back in theaters, which, I mean, we've been doing for a while. But um, (laughs) we just haven't been... I don't know. It, it felt like we hadn't been in a the theater for a show for a while. Would would it shock you to tell, or would, would you be shocked to learn that I have a uh, theater
1: audience story about this movie? I have, even though I already texted it to you.
0: I have one too. <laughs> <laughs> for once, I I usually don't have a theater story, but um, I do this time, and it's it's not that long. But um, anyway, guys, how appropriate for our first horror movie in a while to be one from Mister M Night Shyamalan? No, Lama Ding Dong. This is. what some people I've heard call him. But uh, it is old. It's written and directed by him. It is based on the French graphic novel Sandcastle by Pierre Oscar Levy and Frederick Peters.
1: Every time I hear the word Sandcastle, I just think of Sandcastles in the Sand from How I Met Your Mother when Robin was a pop star.
0: (laughs) Sandcastles
1: in the sand. Sandcastles in the sand.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, You laughed like Michael Jackson just now, by the way. Thank you. I want you to feel self-conscious about that. I Thank you. Th- that's not going to distract me at all during the rest of this. <laughs> <laughs> the cast of this movie, to round out who made it, uh, it stars uh, Gael Garcia Bernal, Vicky Kreps, Rufus Swell, Alex Wolfe, and... Would you
1: say that his performance was swell?
0: <laughs> he was the most... Or no, he wasn't the most swole in this movie. Um, now that I think about it. I said swell, not swole. What's the opposite of... The... Swell, yay, Good.
1: Oh, like oh. bad is what I'm getting at. The actors are bad in this movie. Oh, my they're thing. they're fine. They're... Oh, my God. They're they're fine. Um, They make my to... heart stopped. Ew, that tastes like <laughs> beer and orange juice from dinner.
0: Oh, yeah, not that's
1: that. not a good combination. You also, I got cham- a little you put bit
0: champagne of sh- with OJ, o- o- not beer. I, yeah,
1: I also got a little bit of cinnamon from the snickerdoodles that Kelsey made. Oh, honey, those cookies were delicious. And I know that. You are not expecting a shout-out right now, but you're getting it, and I love you and stuff.
0: Oh, I just realized. um, I had, uh, anyway, where was I? Tamiya Sin McKenzie. Um, There's also another actress in this, Eliza uh, Scanlon. I definitely saw her in a movie. I watched it on Hulu, not for the show. I thought I recognized her. And then uh, (laughs) I have to shout-out Aaron uh, Aaron Pierre because his character name is amazing, so I just wanted to say on top here. We'll talk about his character name in a minute though. But um, what's his character name? He was the rapper. <laughs> such a weird name. It's dude. There's two characters with weird names we have to talk about in this. Or well, one's a character and one is just mentioned. Uh, we don't see the character on screen, but I, <laughs> I died laughing when they said that character's name. But um, anyway, it's old. That's the 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 creative team behind it and as we always do with brand new movies uh hot takes first impressions um i can't say that i like wholeheartedly dislike this movie i it's i in terms of like the curved scale of m night Shyamalan, this is a good m night Shyamalan movie at least to me like again the curve of m night Shyamalan. pretty steep you understand curve you understand what kind of curve this is <laughs> this Rapid. is this is good for an m night Shyamalan movie does that mean it's a great movie in general? No, it's not a great movie. Uh, we said, I, t- I told you off mic, uh, and I'll say it here. It's a movie that's kind of fun to watch in the moment. But when me and my girlfriend left and we started talking about the movie, critically think about the movie for more than, like, 30 seconds. This is very, very easy to nitpick. And th- many of these nitpicks are very valid. And I, while I can't say that I still wasn't enthralled a couple moments here and there in the movie like some of it really was intense I, I i have issues with some of the dialogue being kind of on the nose some there's inconsistent there's inconsistencies with the makeup and when people do and don't age that kind of didn't make sense uh the ending it's not the worst in night Shyamalan ending because the twist was actually good <clears throat> but there's other aspects of the ending we need to get into that make it just so obnoxious he can't make a movie that ends good or satisfying in or any quick. way. Or any way, shape. Every time M. Night Shyamalan makes a movie, someone else has to write his ending. Cause he just he can't. That's one thing he consistently does is have terrible endings. He nailed I've not seen a sixth sense, but I know what the twist is. Oh well. And
1: he nailed that twist and that ending. And ever since then, he's like, yeah, but I nailed six cents. Like, it was 99, bud. Like, yeah, he even says
0: 2021. He reminds us also before the movie starts. That he's been making movies since '99, and yeah. I kind of wanted to shout the screen. But which one was good, <laughs> dude? So we got that. I got that message too, and I, I I wanted to text you and be like, "Hey, did you get that
1: message?" I was like, "Yes," because he saw it in this theater. Yeah. The I... only reason you didn't see it together is because
0: you went out of town, stupid. He of course got this message. <laughs> I think it's. I bet it's attached to every movie because, like, I think. <coughs> oh God, you good? Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, um, re- remember we got a message from john krasinski, krasinski before quiet place I, Two. i think that's i think it's neat um that that is happening um that the directors are thanking people yeah. to see their movie i
1: think i think that's a neat thing i don't know if that's happening at theaters it, that are non-amc theaters it didn't um,
0: well it didn't happen before cruella i don't think
1: i've not gotten it at every movie i've seen in theaters since we went back yeah because
0: well I think I think Emma Stone would have been the one to do that because yeah. of the, the But what i Craig Gillespie what, doesn't have that kind of pull. But what I'm getting
1: at is I think it's neat that we're getting that, but at the same time I love that he's like, it's so important to see movies in theaters and then I saw why it totally sucks to see movies in theaters with my yeah. audience story. I freaking hated this guy.
0: My My audience wasn't that bad, but, um, I mean, I'll, 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 I just had a sec of my hot take left. Like, uh, what was it? The, the ending's frustrating. Um, but some positives. I don't think the performances are like that bad. I think they make the bad dialogue work for me. I'm a fan of Gael Garcia. I think he's good. I think he's okay in this. I think the wife is okay. You're right. The little kids. Well, when you text me, the little, the, the teenagers, uh, Alex is the kid from Hereditary. He's awesome uh mckenzie is from uh the last time i saw her was jojo rabbit she's a terrific actress
1: did i text you why i thought the kids were really good because i actually i don't think
0: why i think you just said that the teens were
1: the best my reasoning I, i don't consider this a spoiler my reasoning for why i think the kids are the best actors in the movie is because adult professional actors have more reps And they've got more time in the craft of acting so they can follow a director's directions better. And M. Night Shyamalan, I'll get into this in my hot take. I think M. Night Shyamalan's the worst part of this movie. And I don't mean when he's in it. I mean. Oh, I was going to say he actually wasn't that bad on screen. Yeah, on screen he was fine. What I'm saying is like him behind the camera and him directing and his choice of camera work, his choice of dialogue delivery, his choice of like what the dialogue is. how he tells people to act because he dude, I've never seen it where he's like, I want you to look like you're reeling it in.
0: You need to, you need to express, or I guess I can't remember from when we did avatar a year ago, how familiar you are with them. Um, You need,
1: you need, you need to, you seem, need to seem incredibly expressive, but also like you're reeling it in. So you need to seem like you're acting bad because that's the way I want my actors to act. And I think Teenage and child actors in this movie don't know how to do that, so they just act, and they're better than the adults following his direction.
0: They're yeah, they they are better. Alex, like I was saying, Alex is awesome. uh Tamiason or whatever, Mackenzie Tamiason or Tamiason mckenzie whatever name. I think it is. it's
1: Tamiason mckenzie Yeah, she's terrific. She, to me, she's she's the best part of the movie. Like not the best part, the best actress in the movie. Yeah, I, I found her the her... most believable and like the most endearing.
0: Yeah, no, I can I can get behind that. Yeah. I honestly I didn't think the rapper had that bad of a performance either. Honestly. He was he honestly he was a close second. He was I thought he was really good for what they were asking yeah. for them. I was he wearing contacts or something about his eyes that were really bright. Did you notice? I don't know. I didn't. particularly This has I, nothing I, to do with the movie. I just noticed his eyes were super bright. <laughs> I I
1: had much more issue with the movie than you did. So I might've been focusing in on that and
0: not his eyes. Oh, okay. I uh, opened that tab changed anyway, whatever. Um, but at the, I mean, that's more or less my hot take on this is that like, I'm glad that he went with this source material. Cause this is a really fascinating source material. And I kind of want to read the graphic novel, even though I probably won't ever get around to it. But, um, he, he Shyamalan's it up. Kind of, kind of bungles it a little bit. Not to the point where it's as bad as any of his other movies, but it's interesting enough in the moment that like you don't realize that it's that it could have been better until it was until it's over. I guess if that's a good way to sum it up in my opinion on it. So on our rating scale, pretty, uh, not pretty good. One of the best films that we've seen this year, if not in the history of the show, is a movie so good. You are a uh, pan full of brownies covered it nice and sprinkles all the fixings on top of it. Pretty good movie overall. Is a full pan of brownies. So So 50-50 is a half pan. A pretty good, or a pretty bad movie overall is a single brownie and a contender for one of the worst films that we've seen this year. If not the history of the show is a movie so bad, you are not a brownie. You are a cookie full of raisins uh, as punishment. Uh, I'm going to give this movie a half pan. Like, it really is one of those where, like, it's half of it, I think, works and works pretty well. And then there's the second half of it that doesn't, and it really doesn't work, (laughs) but it's, I don't know, the further I've gone away from it, the more comfortable I've wanted to give it a, a half pan, because after the movie, I really was thinking about a half pan, or a full pan, and the the, the now banished three-quarters pan, like, this was the closest to wanting the three-quarters pan I've wanted in a while, but, I, I mean, I, I could stop rambling, I just, it's, I don't know, it's what it is, it could have been worse. Cookie. You're going full cookie. cookie.
1: I The reason being is because <laughs> I can't think of anyone I would recommend. Like, I can't think of something I would be like, I recommend you see this movie for this. Um, I, was, I was excited for the movie based on the trailer until I saw that it was a Shyamalan movie, and I was like, oh, no. He has a tendency to take things that themselves are interesting and be like, yeah, but you got to notice what I did. And that was really distracting in this movie. There are some hilariously bad lines of dialogue. Mm. Like, this doesn't ruin anything, but this one lady goes, I work in a museum and I curate things, and I'm just telling you that so that I'm not a stranger and you'll trust me and won't think I'm lying. And I'm like, no one has ever <laughs> said that sentence ever. No one talks like that.
0: Dude, the, the little kid actors, I, I don't want to rag on I, too hard, but the way the two kids were talking to each other just seemed... Like, they weren't talking to each other on set. Like, it just I've, didn't feel natural at people all. People don't
1: seem like they're having conversations with each other. Like, okay. One thing with Shyamalan, kids act like adults, adults act like kids. That's one thing I've heard. With a, I'm not too familiar with his movies. I think I've I've not seen
0: very many of them. We, we've we seen Avatar for the show. We've now have seen, seen Avatar. I've seen Signs. Okay, you've seen signs, uh, the village, lady in the water, the happening, I've the those. visit. Not seen those. Not seen those. Uh, not seen those. Not seen those. Unbreakable. Glass. Not seen that. Not seen that. No, you've seen Split, haven't you?
1: Not seen that.
0: Oh, so you haven't seen any of that? I've not. I've the... not
1: seen very many of his movies. I'm. I think I've seen Devil. I think that might be the only other one.
0: He only. I. It's not. It's. I. I almost made this sound way more nitpicky than he needed to. He only. He wrote that, yeah. but he didn't direct it. So I mean, yeah. it's still. He wrote it at least. Yeah. But yeah. So. I'm not
1: super familiar with them, But the thing I've heard is kids act like adults, adults act like kids. Is yeah. is what it's the thing with this movie. But the other thing, too, he really, really freaking wants you to notice. Did you notice my camera movement? Did you notice the way I set up the... Like, there's literally a shot in the theater. I almost went, who set up this shot? This is terrible. <laughs> Which shot was that? It's the one where midsize sedan is... The, ra- telling, the rapper. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to say that. His name's Mid-Size <laughs> Sedan. But he's telling Dad, it's them...
0: it's Mid-Size Sedan! <laughs> as just like half crying. As someone
1: super invested in the automotive industry, I was like, no one has ever been that excited for a Nissan Sentra. <laughs> like, <laughs> or a Toyota Corolla. But, or a Kia Sorento. <laughs> yeah. So...
0: so I'm... Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so i'm I, like she freaks out about that but so it's when mid sedan is explaining to them what happened to the one I could, this is gonna be a spoiler so i've got to be very vague but when he first starts talking and he's telling them what happened to this one person mm-hmm. he's on screen and then like the camera's kind of wiggling like it's not super steady and you can see someone's like half their cheek and their nose and part of their lips coming into camera and it's not fully on camera. And I'm like, Oh, huh. Zoom in, zoom out, block this better. Dear God, fix this shot. And it happened so many times of him. Just look at the way I did this with the camera. Look at the way I told this, this thing on the set to, to function. Look at how I, and then it's pairs with, look at how I told them to act. Look at the words I told them to say, like, hmm. Shyamalan is the worst part of this movie, and it's not when his character is on screen. It's when he is actually directing the movie because he sucks in this movie. I don't know his work. That's interesting. I don't know his work all that well. I'm just saying his input in this movie in a like non-character, like non like him doing his character, yeah. everything else he did was awful.
0: I, d- I did notice the camera work was a little oh. different than usual.
1: There were times where like he would just like sweep and pan and spin
0: around and I was just like Okay, I that's part of it. Like then I wa- I kind of want to defend that a little bit. Like he you I, just, Here's okay, here's the thing are, I want to say about right. that though. Yeah.
1: Because I don't want to lose my train of thought. Yeah. I was really interested in this movie until I saw that he was directing it and I was like, "Oh crap. Oh no. He's got a he's got a tendency to make the movie about him and not about what the movie is."
0: Well, he, had, I think, he just has—he just has a tendency to be a terrible storyteller.
1: <laughs> I think the story, and that's my thing. I think the story's told terribly, but I think the concept of the story is actually really cool. Yeah, I think no, the, it's cool. It's that's a the,
0: terrifying story.
1: The twist is even good. Yeah, for one, he sucks at telling the twist, and he sucks at wrapping up the story. But the twist itself is cool. Like, yeah, like. But the thing is, like, okay. I was interested in the story. That was the only I was like, I want to know what happens. I want to know what happens to the people. I want to know the I want to know the cause. Yeah, I why know this what is they're happening. doing. I want to know all this. That's the only reason I was invested in this movie. And frankly, I feel like the story I came up with in my head was better as I was watching this movie. Uh oh, I just I, I sat there the whole time and I was like, just like, okay, I get it. It's his style. I get it's an art it's an artiste thing. I get he is being artistic. He, in,
0: in which regard,
1: his this is how I want my actors to act. Oh. This is the dialogue yeah. I want them to have. Yeah. This is how I want the story to be told. Man. This is how I want the film to be shot. This is how I want, like, just literally. I just get the
0: way he helms movies. Yeah,
1: the Shyamalan style is why this movie sucks. Mm. And I look at it and I'm like, man, if you gave this to some guy. Who didn't have an artistic vision? Mm. This would be great. Like, if you gave this to a guy that's just like, "I'm gonna tell a good mystery, and it's gonna have high stakes."
0: Rain because jo- Rain Johnson,
1: yeah, because people could die. Yeah, I like cool. You, I, I was really interested in the story. Shyamalan made it about him,
0: and I'm not, and I don't
1: know his career all that well. I've just the stuff I've heard. It's kind of a common thing with him is he makes it about him and it ruins it. But what yeah, I'm getting he literally
0: at... made Lady in the Water partly, literally about him. Yeah, <laughs> but what I'm getting at is
1: he's the worst part of this movie because he ruined a movie that going, like, just thinking of, if you just did okay telling the story, the story itself warrants this movie a half pan. Mm. It's a really cool story. But the choice of dialogue... Uh, the acting direction, the yeah. movement of the camera, the notice, basically, notice my kooky. Yeah. Ruins it.
0: I, I see what you're saying. Like, literally, just the, the Shyamalan style, the shyamalan of this story. I get what you're saying. Like, the way he wanted it to. Like. I, 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 I'm, I'm doing a bad job expressing it, but yeah, yeah. I, I see exactly what you're trying to say. Yeah. So,
1: so, we got back from our trip, and I saw this Monday night. Yeah. I left the theater. And my first thought was, I want that movie to be remade. I already want a remake of this movie because I'm like, you gave this to the wrong guy to try and get this done in a way that would be entertaining to most people. I get it. He's got a style. It's for some people. There's an artistic direction behind it. I think he's got an ego problem, but there's an artistic direction behind it. Yeah his input on the movie outside of when he's acting as a character on screen is incredibly problematic for the movie for me. And that's why I don't like it.
0: Gotcha. I, okay, well let's, if that's, let's put the spoiler flag up. Now listeners were, uh, we're putting the spoiler flag up. Um, anything goes now. I, I want to defend one thing before we get into, um, other aspects of it. I want to defend the camera work a little bit because I, here's the thing with the camera work.
1: It would like if he would have fixed the acting and the dialogue, I probably could have given him a pass on it because it's how's that affect the camera work though? Like, but- because I would be like, okay, it's they're on one location, you got to put some sort of movement in here, yeah. But when you have things that are making me go, you want me to notice you. I'm going to tack that on there because you've got the acting and the dialogue. And then you're like, look you, at what the, I'm doing with the, the camera. The series of close-ups. Yeah. Look yeah. at what I'm doing with the camera, too. I'm like, dude, I get it. You are behind the camera. Knock it off.
0: I I think the cinematography, and I was, uh, one thing I guess I can't compliment, his movies never look bad. I don't think. They... The movies are painful to sit through, but there's not a lot of his movies that actually look bad. I said the same thing with Avatar. I thought Avatar looked amazing for how old it was. Visual thought effects, it was cinematography. massively devoid of color. It was, yeah, just to that aside, but I I thought Avatar looked good. I hate the village, but I think the village looks amazing. Like, there's a lot of beautiful shots in the, the village. I've never seen
1: the village, but I've seen the scary movie where they
0: make fun of the village. Yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. The, I just, his movie, Sixth Sense looks good. Glass is awful, but Glass has good cinematography. Like, all his movies look good. Like, he hires good cinematographers. And I think it was interesting what they did with this movie because they, um, I don't know how much of it was because of COVID or not, because this was shot last year during COVID. So, and I can tell more about that. But um, I like that he didn't just use a bunch of series of fades for, like, progressing the time that they're there. I thought, it was, I thought it was interesting and different. If he would have used unique. fades,
1: I actually in the theater would have been like, is this made for TV?
0: Yeah, like I like that he would just like look up or look at the cliff and then come back down or look in the ocean and then come back down. I, I think that was more visually engaging for me because like, it was different. It wasn't just the cheap like fade to black, come back, fade to black came back or cross, endless cross fades. Like, thank God there wasn't a thousand cross fades in this. George
1: Lucas directed this.
0: <laughs> Star Star wipe. <laughs> But like I, and then I get what he's doing with and so know, many. Then
1: the then the doctor that kills a couple people in this movie <laughs> just like for some reason he's like we need to find a daycare on this beach. What we, we need to find a daycare <laughs> on this beach so I
0: can start stabbing children. We, uh, can you go sit down? So, but the, okay, so now then the the close ups like I like the close ups in this I because I can see what he's trying to say with them like the the anxiety the feeling isolated the just. Looking at them and progressively throughout the movie, seeing the age and the anxiety wear on them. There's one thing... Exemplified by the fact that they're in this area that's making them age 50 years in a day.
1: There's one effect involving the camera sweeping movement um, that I actually want to compliment... I did like when he's showing that the mother of the two main children in this movie is getting up there in age by having her go deaf in one ear and Mm -hmm. she spins around and you're kind of like, wait, sounds not following. Like I think it should. And then she covers one ear and she can't hear anything as she spins around. And I was like, that's a cool reveal. Yeah. Like that was like that not traditional shot. That Shyamalan did. That one was cool. I kind of got tired of all the other ones.
0: All the endless pans yeah. and like the con because there was more than one time when they're in a circle or well, like it- and the cameras just <laughs> literally three sixteen.
1: Well, it-, it makes me think of when we saw buried and we saw oxygen. Oh, yeah. You're stuck in one location. <clears throat> yeah. You have to sweep. You have to move. You have to make camera movement to induce anxiety and get the feeling of like urgency across. Yeah the beach they've got more room than a box literally the size of them
0: yeah it's literally all beach.
1: <laughs> you don't really need to do that much like you need to do movement you
0: don't need to do that much movement i i get it i just i mean i just i think it was i think he did a pretty interesting thing with it making the camera like using the camera techniques of like how to move time i i don't know i thought it was at least visually engaging um, but the, um, I can tell this real quick. The, um, this was shot last year. Like, I don't know if you don't know, tell me if you didn't know any of this. I didn't, this was shot. I didn't know
1: this movie existed till the trailer came out. This literally
0: was shot last year, um, between late September and, um, the first week or two of November in 2020, <laughs> seven weeks in fall, like fall winter in the Dominican Republic. And I remember before, like, hearing that he was shooting a movie in the DR, and then it turned out to be this. But he he claims that the only thing that was really difficult about the shoot was a hurricane-destroyed part of their set. <laughs> and just enforcing COVID protocols. But he, he claimed no one got sick, which, if that's true, if that's a miracle, that's amazing. But working in the DR, not only for, like, the location, but just working with the DR was a little easier than if he tried to shoot this in LA or in Toronto. I mean, he couldn't shoot in Toronto anyway, but, um, I don't know. I just thought it was really interesting. Like think back literally six months ago. Like when I moved, think back six months ago about where we were and hearing that somebody was trying to make like a, a movie this size. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's, it's, I don't know. I, I just find, I just find that more fascinating. Like, well, then the movie, like, yeah. <laughs> I went down, a, I went down a rabbit hole a couple of days ago reading about this. I, I was fascinated by it.
1: What was your theater story? Cause I want to get to those before we get too far. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just adding that for context. Like this was shot in COVID, yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, no, my story was pretty not as aggressive as yours. <laughs> my, um, so my, my girlfriend and I are sitting in the theater and, um, this, this group of ladies, she, does she like our new theater by the way? Yeah, she she, had, she doesn't have complaints. I mean, she wasn't like over the moon. Like, I mean, I don't know. She just looked at it, and she was like, pathetic. She <laughs> she was impressed with the Dolby room, like with how loud it was. Because we went to the Dolby room. Did you for, see the Dolby screening? Yeah.
1: I only I only saw this in a regular, like, just we went digital. Yeah, we,
0: I, I I the day we went was Thursday, the preview night. So it was seven o'clock or eight o'clock, and seven o'clock happened to be the Dolby room. And I wanted to go at seven anyway, so I was like, oh, we're we can go to the Dolby room. Yeah. And um. I mean she was she was kind of like oh my god this room is loud because that opening video yeah. is very loud <laughs> but uh but after that there's this group of uh four ladies of a certain age like that you know what i mean they're of a certain age and uh one of them <laughs> one, one of them uh i can't remember what point in the movie but one of them just goes oh really really loud <laughs> and a guy halfway down the aisle because they're at the end of the aisle this guy in the middle of the aisle like 15 seats away just goes shh <gasps> <laughs> and then she's, and then she goes like, <laughs> she's like, "Why are you shh me for? I'm not talking." And he's like, and they just chip back and forth at each You're other. You're literally
1: speaking right now.
0: Yeah, he says something along the lines of just like, "You're literally the uh. only one talking." <laughs> like, and they're just chipping at each other. And eventually, I hear her grumble, just like. I, I, and my girlfriend leaned Ramble, to, Ramble, Ramble. My, my girlfriend leans into me and she's like she's just like we're about to see a fight <laughs> hold me um, but the, l- luckily that's all it stopped at but like I kind of thought the same thing too just like Jesus Christ we're about to get a fight
1: <laughs> so my theater story was um, <laughs> I got super annoyed so um, these uh, two people
0: it didn't the- help that you already didn't like this movie at this point right
1: that actually, that plays into it. I I was realizing I'm really interested in what this story is. Yeah. I don't like the way this movie is. Like I don't, like like I said, I'm interested in the story. That's the only reason I'm, I, I just want to know what happens at this point. But I'm pretty like, this, uh, this, is, this is really letting me down. I'm really uninterested. Oh my God, I don't care. Just, I, I want to know what the mystery, like the answer to the mystery. Yeah. And it's about... When, the, when these people walked in and sat down, it was my – okay, so my row was like a couple open seats, a lady, a guy, an open seat, and then me close to the middle or actually like right in the middle of the screen. And so during the previews, the lady's phone went off like I heard a noise. The preview, like whatever. I'm not like – if if you if, if you ever like someone ruined the previews, calm down. <laughs> Like, (laughs) like I've had, I've had people that I I talk during trailers too. well, I've I've had people during previews where it's like, I'm getting a feeling you're about to ruin this movie. And that's true. So that's why I get annoyed of what they were doing in the previews because like, it carried over into the movie. But like, yeah, yeah. if it's like a quick burst incident and it's the only thing that happens, just whatever. So her phone goes off and I was like, "Eh, whatever, it's previews. And so the guy next to her during the movie, this is about 20 to 30 minutes in when this happened. He at this point has checked his phone anywhere between three to four times, okay. And he's checking it, and he's sitting there, and he turns his phone on. It's a whatever he's doing is on a a white background,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so it's pretty bright. And he keeps checking his phone, and then to turn it off, he turns it out not towards the lady that he's with, mm-hmm. and where there's no one else sitting, he turns it towards me, <laughs> and then turns the screen off, and also when he's checking his phone, he has it kind of angled this way. Like, so he's done it yeah. like like has it angled to where it's pointing at me, and then he turns it off. So so I'm I'm pretty annoyed with this. Yeah, and I'm not super enjoying the movie. I'm really annoyed and let down that the movie did let me down. Yeah, but I'm also like, dude, why aren't you aiming your phone at her? She doesn't care if you were in the movie for her because she didn't she didn't realize to turn her phone to silent. Yeah. So, like, the fifth or sixth time this happens is about 30 minutes in. I turn, and I went, hey! Like, whisper yelled mm-hmm. right, when a, right when a wave crashed. So, I then snapped my finger at him. And he turned, and he looked at me, and I was like, every time you're doing that, you're pointing the screen at me, and it's distracting me from the movie. Either point it at her, or, or no, either point it the opposite direction, or knock it off pretty like damn yeah i was i'm t- i'm getting really tired of crowds already ruining movies for me yeah like we just got back to theaters and you guys are already this big a problem oh, he's yeah. like and he goes oh, okay sorry but <laughs> like she like i like first of all yeah a pretty intense response for me but at the same time screw you like I was, yeah. I was talking about this with a guy that i work with um after seeing the movie and I was like, this is a hundred percent why I'm behind that home streaming thing. Mm-hmm. If you want to do that, just watch the movie at home yeah. or I'll stay at home because you know what? If someone turns on a phone and it ruins the movie, it's likely me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm choosing to do it for myself. So that was my theater story. That's way was, was I started, I started standing up for myself.
0: There you go. Clink. Yay. <laughs> me. <laughs> Dude, I... Yeah, I just thought if fight was going to break out of mine. I wasn't going to... What would you have done if the guy was just like, Oh, yeah? what if I want my phone out, bro. <laughs> he grabbed it and chucked it. And like, what are you going to do now, you little... <laughs> Butthole? Hey, damn, we can't do an old review today. Uh, why? I need to see it again. Why? <laughs> <laughs> we
1: can't do an old review or any in-theater reviews. Why? AMC banned me. <laughs> they but were... they still kept my A-list. They're like, you're going to keep paying. <laughs>
0: You still have to pay 20 bucks a month? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <that's laughs> but
1: um, part of me too was like, what if I just get up and tell someone? I was like, no, say something the first time that way they can realize they're pissing people off. And then if they don't stop, go get someone. Um, Okay. So I was going to
0: say like, what, um, what, what part of the movie were we going to talk about next? So uh, let's
1: talk about really, let's just kind of talk about like what, not not like a plot point by plot point breakdown, but like just kind of what the story is. Yeah. So for those of you that didn't see the movie, this is why I was intrigued with the movie. These people go on a vacation. They go to this like resort island retreat thing. And it turns out the woman cheated on the husband and they're going to get a divorce. But she also has a tumor. So they're doing this one last vacation to have a good memory with their kids before the tough times begin. The resorts like, hey, Saka Souffle, let's take you to this one private beach. It's good for families, and like a couple people come.
0: And well, they, he says it's a private beach. I don't tell many people about this, but then when they get to the beach, they see uh, midsize sedan. Midsize sedans there, and then another family is in the van Came with, with them. them. And, and then, then the later, and then
1: later up. on, another family shows up. Um, and when they're on this beach, they discover a dead body. They, that woman was with midsize sedan. And as this, this is just a quick thing to just kind of get the yeah. story out of the way. As the story progresses, they start to realize that the beach is caused, something on the beach is causing them to age rapidly. And the children, it's more noticeable in because they, when they're aging, they're actually gaining more body mass. So they're maturing. Whereas the adults, their mass isn't changing all that much. That's why they're just like losing their hearing, getting kind of wrinkly.
0: Yeah, they're go- they the kids are going through years of puberty in the matter of like, two or three hours. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And then, um, so it turns and so people start dying. We'll kind of go over like more specifics of that, but it turns out, um, there is, and every time they try to escape, this is why I was interested because I was like, why can't they leave the beach? Something happens where they just black out and they wind up back on the beach and they just like stagger out of the cave with like intense head pain. Yeah. And they wind up back on the beach. So, um, and it turns out the reason that it happened Was the company put them there? They put stuff in their drinks because every single person that went there had a debilitating illness. There was the one lady with the calcium deficiency, the one guy that clearly had some sort of mental issue. Yeah, the doctor uh, where that ended up uh,
0: turning into like what Alzheimer's is Alzheimer's Alzheimer's or uh, or dementia? Dementia's better. Yeah, dementia's
1: what that was. Um, the lady with the tumor. Um, one of the people in the family's had a medical. issue yeah um and so what they did is they put medicine in their drinks these were experimental treatments and they were using the rapid aging to detect side effects or if the treatments were working and they were like the 72nd trial or something like that yeah then the survivors get back to the resort and they're like hey this isn't cool and they flip the script and uh get the people arrested and the movie ends um I actually really like that story. I like I said. I already want this movie remade. I Elev- think that's Eleva- a re-
0: elevator pitch. Me that that is a awesome yeah, story. Yeah. That is an
1: amazing story. I want like 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 I said. Shyamalan normally fumbles his twists.
0: He also writes his own movies from scratch. This is literally the yeah. second time he's gone from a source material. The other one being Avatar. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and it's one of those. And to me, it's just it just screams. Oh my god you're the worst part of your movie because the thing that you did not contribute to is by a mile. The best part of the movie is the story.
0: You tweaking the story with your, with your taste or not taste like you tweaking the story in any way, shape or form when it was already perfectly. Okay.
1: These people like unnaturally vomit exposition. Yeah. Where like the one person's like, I'm a therapist and he's a nurse and so what we do is we do this, and let's all gather up in a circle, and like the the therapist keeps going, let's talk about our feelings, let's talk about our feelings. But to me, like the most <laughs> the most obvious thing is when, um, the lady they find the dead body of the woman, yeah, that was with midsize sedan. Oh, and and the lady that was with midsize sedan came because they both had was it what was it IBS? What was
0: it? No, not IBS. Um, he oh, was an MS. I think it was a mess. Um, he, he was dealing with, um, I think just anxiety and depression. Um, okay. and then she, she, she did have a disease and he was like dealing with like mental stress. I think it okay. was, if I remember right.
1: Okay. So, um, it's after they find that lady's body and they're talking to him and then the doctor's mother, collapses on the beach and just dies from being old as balls. Yeah. And so he's over there talking and then the mother of the two main kids are like, "Hey, so my something's wrong with my kids. I need you to come look at them." And he's she's like, "I, I think she's like, I I don't want you to think I'm hysterical. So I'm I'm just going to tell you. I work at a museum and I collect artifacts and I put them on displays and I'm telling you this so that way this is literally her line delivery and her line <laughs> and I'm telling you this so that way you don't think I'm crazy and you come help me and I was like what That line? did of, you just say and like that line there's of dialogue is so really many funny. lines like that in this movie where it's like you just said exposition no one was asking for Yeah, like these characters, like we're gonna develop ourselves with the stuff no one cares about. No one cares about half the stuff these people say, and they're like, "This is character development. This is terrible writing."
0: They the, the conversations that they have would sometimes feel super unnatural. Dude, the conversations
1: they had felt like they weren't even talking to each other. They just felt like, like, you remember
0: when... I wonder how much of that might be because of COVID, though. Like, because we had a lot of close-ups, because we didn't... We had group shots, but you could actually, now I'm thinking about it, tell that they were six feet apart. (laughs) Staggered. You could tell they were, like, (laughs) staggered. How many conversations actually were, like, how many times did they cheat and use the convenience of all the close-ups that he did? I think you could argue he was trying to, like, show, well, like, to make you feel, like, isolated well, and, Shyamalan like, anxiety. does close-ups
1: a lot, too. But what I'm getting at, like, I saw a lot of wide-angle close-ups. But what I'm getting yeah. at is there's, conver- like, conversations that, like, when the kids are talking on the bus to the parents, right? Yeah. That did like the best way I know how to describe that scene is you remember when Bert was talking about how Leanne said that he sucked at acting on stage because like he was just in there like, Hey, can you shut up so I can start talking? I didn't think anyone was listening to each other in the conversation. I felt like this is just a series of predetermined snippets of words that you're just going to say when someone's like your turn. Now your turn. Now your turn. Back to you. Now your turn. Like, no one talks naturally. No one's even listening to the conversations they're in. They're just like, Hey, I'm a doctor. And this is what my I'm,
0: script this is what my script said I'm supposed to say.
1: I'm the chief medical <laughs> assistant mind person guy at this hospital. And I just came here with my super good looking Instagram model, bikini woman person and my daughter and my mom's here and now my mom's dead and then there's that one dead lady and you know that one guy he did a movie with this other guy what was that movie called like
0: oh that oh damn it that was in the trivia what that movie was i i actually hadn't heard of it but um Ted Lasso No that's on Joking. right i was going to say that's on right now and it's awesome uh but I, i'll find it here in a sec but uh the uh <laughs> the one part of the dialogue that i thought was um really obnoxious was the uh where the missouri breaks there we go that's what it was which has nothing to do that wasn't like check off that that movie title had nothing to do with the with any outcome of anything in this which is funny because the trivia pointed that out too (laughs) yeah but uh, so it wasn't a big one of those
1: d- things where it's like they're mentioning it so much. This has to have something to do with it. <laughs> it's like it's like, implied that it's like, like this movie like,
0: means something to that guy. So like that's why it's like his totem in uh, Inception to make sure he's in reality. <laughs> but in
1: reality, what it really is, is Shyamalan wants you to know that he knows that movie exists and he's probably seen it at least once. Probably.
0: Yeah. Uh, but no, the, piece, the one piece of dialogue that I thought was really dumb was um, when they are looking when they're rummaging through the things that were left behind. Which, by the way, why the hell are you not like? Is there not? Why are a, you? Well, is there not a way that they can like? Clear they can't get the, on the beach. They know the coral, though. Like, it's but they've said it's too
1: risky to swim through the coral. Uh, I, I don't know. Here's I just, the, okay, here's the thing. I get. I get here's it. it at here's the, same the thing. Time, though I'm 100 with you. You do know a way to get on and off the beach, so you should be able to figure out how to clean this crime essential, essentially crime scene up. But like, there's a lot of things where it's like if you like, if you think about.
0: They came like up with the, the okay. idea with like here's,
1: having like the shield over you. Here's, here's the and lo-
0: these guys are scientists. These were just whoever kids on the beach.
1: Here's here's the logic. Here's the biggest logic issue that I can think of with this movie. They're giving them these drugs and they're like, "All right, we're going to do a clinical
0: trial in 2 days because we're going to age them 50 years so we can see the long-term effects shorter." Yeah. That that but, that ties into the bigger thing that I have a problem with is we know how that works. Also, I don't like that they know how that works.
1: Also, they don't really know what's causing the aging thing to happen. They're like, we just know it's happening.
0: No, they do. When they find that book, the guy was just like, it's, I can't remember the word for it, but it's this thing that's in the rocks that has, that was covered, but now it's uncovered oh. and it's causing this magnetic effect for lack of a better word. I can't, I don't remember verbatim what he said, but it was basically like, there's these things in the rocks in between magnetism and the earth's poles or whatever it's isolated specifically in here because of how it's shaped, but basically, like, the pressure from that is why they can't walk through the cave, and it's accelerating their cells, their age, uh, that fast, because they're trapped in there.
1: Oh, I didn't get yeah, that at all. Yeah, while the
0: little kids are rummaging through that book, they find out, oh, it is the rocks, we're stuck, and, like, I kind of, okay. it was one of those where I kind of dissociated, and I was just like, oh, kid. Well, they, I was like, like, movie, really? We don't need... The scientists don't need to know how it works. They should just be exploiting that well, it does. The, the reason
1: I was I had an issue with that is because it's like, okay, well, you don't, like, in order for the experiment to be valid, you have to have just one variable. You, you're you're manipulating a single variable. You don't really understand what's going on with the rocks, so what if they're also altering what the drug does?
0: They don't, they, they know enough to know that it's contained to there and that it's aging people so they can test these medicines long term. I... It's also funny because it's one and that, of the things where it's honestly, like,
1: honestly, that it raises a good moral dilemma of like, yes, they've killed, let's say, four and one hundred forty people. Hang on, hang on a second. Four. Or no, that's bad math. This specific trial, two. There's four, eight people I'm times. Doing, I'm doing math. Two, four. <laughs>
0: we have calculators. Six, stop it.
1: Ten. Twelve. There's twelve people on the beach in this movie, that they kill. It's seven Seventy trials in. So what I'm getting at is they've killed a little over like 700 people if they're using that many people each trial, right? Yeah. So if you could sacrifice Ooh, that.
0: more like 860.
1: <laughs> but yeah. A little over 700. If you could sacrifice that many people to save so many other people. Because what's funny is like they don't actually paint the medical company doing the research to be that bad because they're not like, Ooh, this is saving us so much money and yeah. this is going to help us cash in. They're actually like this could actually help us cure diseases a lot faster
0: because we don't have to sit around and wait. Like and they have a like little they're, they're they have a little eulogy like when they think the the let the two kids are dead. Like they yeah. they have a moment of silence. They
1: they they you can tell they feel bad for doing this. And I just thought it was funny that Shyamalan didn't paint them in a bad way. <laughs> like I
0: think that's that's a great twist. That's, that's a, part of how good this twist yeah, is. Like,
1: but it's funny that the, he didn't paint them as like just greedy jerks. So like I think
0: that like there's interesting stuff with the story, but Shyamalan just kills it with his style. He oh God, especially with the ending. Like, okay, listeners. The twist
1: This ending is long. The
0: twist is a um, this twist is really impressive. It it's, is. It's a, a fantastic. I and it's a like. Not only is it impressive. Like I didn't see that coming.
1: I'm also like. I'm actually like. Not only is this a good surprise. This in general. Is a good explanation of
0: what is going on. Yeah, and I love the bit of dialogue where it's just like, "I knew we shouldn't have had the, I knew it, we shouldn't have had the, uh, the, 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 the dementia patient with uh, the cancer patient, like, or and then like and, whatever line that was, that and was then a
1: hilarious early, line. Earlier in the movie, the one guy's like, "Oh, we've been th- uh, we've been thinking about switching over primarily to these people's pharmaceuticals."
0: Like, they established the company, and I think, like... They didn't want to mix people. They wanted to focus on this group of this disease, this group of this disease. They didn't yeah. want to blend people together. Yeah. Like, they they established
1: the pharmaceutical company in the beginning, so it's not just a random pharmaceutical company is doing this. Like, it actually has a, a foothold in this movie. Yeah. But, yeah, this ending, oh my god. The
0: literal the literal ending, the way it's edited is what drove me up a wall. Because the thing I don't, is...
1: We don't need an explanation.
0: Well, no. The story is done. No, no. We don't literally. Need, we don't there's need no a, story. We
1: don't. We don't need an explanation of how the kids got back. As soon as, as soon as, it shows that the one, gr- the girls' thing hooks on the coral as they're swimming out and they don't surface. I was like, okay, one of two things happens. Either one, and then all things happen. <laughs> well, no, no, no. One of two, one of two things happens. Either they are dead. They they drown, and this is just going to keep happening. And that's a dark ending in this movie. And I'm cool with the dark ending of this movie. Or, surprise, Shyamalan just didn't wait long enough, they did survive, they did manage to find a way to survive, and they come back and like, you thought we were dead, you thought you could get away with this, but we're going to avenge all the people that died bef- uh, with us and before us because of what you're doing and that it's wrong. Yeah. And I would have been fine with either one. Here's the thing, I don't need you to have a flashback scene showing them getting her untangled and then how they survived to breathe and then the kids, sh- like, you know what? they should have just slammed the movie shut? like a hard cut to close
0: when you saw their feet in front of the resort door. I was going to say when he goes up to the guy and goes, you're a cop, right? That would have been a good one. Yeah. Cut it. I would have been fine, dude. The the whole last five minutes of the movie had so many endpoints, or like in video games, like checkpoints that could have been a perfectly fine ending. Like you said, if they stay dead, dark, twisted ending. You're used to making those endings. What the hell dude? Yeah. Okay. No happy ending. Got it. Are you a cop? That'd been a great ending when the guy opens the door for the next family and then cut it there and then yeah. Dark ending. Yeah. Cut it when the door opens just to show the cycle continues or 30 seconds later when he looks over and you just see their feet. Yeah. There you go. But no, it just keeps going. I wouldn't going, drink anything going. they give you. Cause we have to, because it, we can't just in there. It has to be the reaction shots. And then the little cousin comes by and he has to say, or show the thing to the cousin that like, I figured it out. And then we're gonna fade to black, and then that's not the credits. We fade back from credits, or fade back from black, and they're in a helicopter now. Or no, uh, they're dun
1: dun 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 dun. No, they. I'm getting out. This movie is not done yet, so I... keep watching.
0: I'm getting out of order. So they see the kid fade to black, and then they're in the water. We see them survive. Fade again. Now they're in a helicopter going over the thing. Is just like. I don't remember what they say in the helicopter because I literally like leaned into, I literally leaned in my seat and I said out loud, like, please end already. Yeah. And Joan literally like patted my shoulder and she's just like, babe, it's almost done. And I'm like, I just point at the screen and I'm like, this movie's literally never going to (laughs) end. We're out of story. There's no more story to tell. This is not going to (laughs) end. What is, what is continuing this ad? There's no reason. We came to an end of the story. Why is this movie still happening? (laughs) it just wouldn't stop
1: dude so what about the part where the one lady with the calcium deficiency
0: dies the calcium the, that the, wasn't the seizure lady was she no 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 seizure lady um oh no calcium deficiency was the really vain wife
1: wasn't she in in the cave yeah the she has the calcium deficiency she's a super vain wife yeah and she like like Her bones become super brittle, so one bone breaks, so she, like, jerks and smacks into the wall, and she just, like, keeps jerking around, and, like, all the bones are breaking. Dude, the movie. But she's, she is aging so fast that they're healing the moment they break, so she's, like, a deformed monster, and I love that, like, the light goes out, and then they, like, like, strike the match again, and they hold it up, and she's literally just, like, a ball of jagged meat.
0: Dude, I wish the movie, okay, I didn't say this in my hot take, I wish this movie leaned more into body horror and was rated R. Dude, the I was I would for a movie about crippling effects of aging, I really wish they lean more into the body horror. Like when the guy gets poisoned. The, that was awesome.
1: The childbirth scene was super intense.
0: It could I yeah, that was the most intense part of this movie. Like, Although
1: one part didn't make sense.
0: Well, I I think I know where you're say.
1: What do you think I'm about to say?
0: How did they like how'd they go to Olive Garden that fast?
1: Nope.
0: What was the weird part?
1: Uh they didn't take her bottoms off
0: that's true how'd the baby did, come out i did notice that <laughs> they they oh, left
1: the bottom okay so what i'm getting at is um for listeners in the scene where she gives birth her bottom of her bikini stays on the entire time
0: well the he, he does pan the camera away when you hear the kid go i'm gonna i'm gonna be the father and we're gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna get gonna married. married yeah <laughs> that line was what, really funny <laughs> what
1: about so so okay the Olive Garden thing i actually like I don't know how to word this without it sounding really weird. The part where the children have sex.
0: I'm glad it was off screen, first off. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm glad I'm glad it was off screen, but
1: the progression of it... Because in the
0: trailer... Nine months in that... In nine months, there really would be, like, a couple minutes. Yeah, you like it's like a sneeze. Yeah. But what I'm getting at... <laughs> sneeze. <laughs> like,
1: but what I'm getting at is, like, so... The, the progression of that because okay in the trailer you see that she's like i'm going into childbirth and i like she's like mom i'm scared i remember thinking i was like are they aging to the point where they're just like you're gonna have a baby someday so like you're just gonna have the baby now because you're aging so fast or is it do you actually have to have sex I think do you get what I mean? Like, yeah. Is it like we're just going through your predetermined life or is it, hey, like you, you're aging fast, but you still have to do certain things to get reactions.
0: No, they, 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 clearly they banged. banged. They, did. they banged. <laughs> they, they banged because like the look, it's so, it's like the it's, way that scene, the way that's lit with them on their sides. And like, yeah,
1: I, I I was gonna say, I like that. They don't, like I said, I don't know how to word this without sounding weird. The scene where the kids have it's sex... It's heavily implied. I'm, I'm glad that it's just heavily implied. And, the yeah. like, like the closest to, like, quote-unquote being physical is, like, them laying on their sides talking, and they kind of make... They make the yeah. face at each other, and it's like, okay, so I'm assuming they just did it, and then they come out and, like... She's literally, like, nine months pregnant. Well, not even that, because well, when they come out of the tent and they're eating the macaroni, like... You can't even tell she's pregnant because they don't show that, but, like, the looks they're giving each other are, like, the morning after looks. Kind of, yeah. And it's like, (laughs) we just did that. And then, like, she's walking up, she's, like, four or five months pregnant.
0: I'm I'm proud that you avoided making the joke of, um, (laughs) before they were eating mac and cheese, they were making mac and cheese noises. (laughs) That's what good...
1: (laughs) But no, I just just what I'm saying is like another thing I want to compliment this movie for is I like that in the scene where the two children do it and one of them ends up pregnant as a result. Yeah. I'm glad that he was smart enough to be like it's all implied. Yeah. Like we don't show anything
0: versus ever, versus the rest of the movie where where no one shuts the hell up yeah and then
1: and then like I like the dialogue in that scene where they're like what you did that's how babies are made yeah
0: <laughs> like, but like like let's tie this no. into the body and world. then and then I just love that the kid's like no we're gonna be a family and I'm gonna marry her and then like him crying cry, not it, it was a harrowing moment but him saying like all that like. I get it he's mentally like still a little kid, but I still laugh pretty hard because the dialogue itself was kind of silly. Well
1: what what about in um in that scene where the baby does end up dying and they're like the baby died of not enough attention and I was like, dude, holy crap. Yeah. That's like I'm not saying that's an insane way like I know I know that's a way for a baby to die. What I'm getting at is that's insane that like it's so fast in aging that they're like yeah, it's just there's no chance for regenerative life to happen on this beach yeah. because they even talk about with the fish. Yeah, no the, fish. They're like there's no fish swimming around, and when they get past the coral, they see fish. Yeah, so they new life cannot be generated on this beach.
0: See, when this movie only
1: it can only be sped up and then end.
0: When it's when you di- when you have elements of the story like that, I'm surprised he didn't want to go ahead and go full R and just make this movie gory. we see. That girl, after giving birth, fall and smashed to pieces. Dude, yeah. We see people get stabbed and cut open. Like, I was just really surprised there wasn't more, like, other than the guy getting poisoned by tetanus. Like, we didn't get that m- more... That was We didn't get more horror than that. Yeah. When it seemed like this, there was ample opportunity for, like, existential horror, along with more, like, physical horror, you know? Yeah. Like... Because it's a big thing well, you're they, talking about, and people are going that, crazy. Like that, you can be a Well, that, do, that doctor
1: keeps cutting people too, and yeah. then begi- in the beginning, that
0: was, that was scary as hell when he was his, trying to stab the his, main guy.
1: His first, his first cut when he cuts midsize sedan, he I'm gonna keep saying that name. He <laughs> cuts him, and it's it's not really clear if he knew he w- if he was testing to see if he would heal quickly, because he that's when he starts showing some signs of his dementia. Yeah. So like it's like was he actually protecting himself in his mind or was this an experiment to see if he would heal quickly kill two birds with one
0: stone cuz it <laughs> cuz it comes across
1: in the movie like it's both but um
0: even though he clearly doesn't trust him yeah. at all
1: <laughs> well then like you got the other thing too where like the the dad of the of the kids is going blind and then he starts stabbing him like yeah because of the conjuring the devil made me do it the scene where like He's squinting off into the distance at the campfire, and you just hear the doctor, like, crawling or whatever yeah. to come stab him. I actually expected it to be, like, some guy in, like, a twisted, like, weird pose. Like, <laughs> like running oh, yeah, at him yeah, and yeah. then stab him. And then Shyamalan's like, I'm going to reel it in and not be stupid.
0: Yeah. That's... <laughs> Uh, but no i just like i was
1: just like modern horror movies has have trained me to be like what's the stupidest thing that could happen just because it's gonna be like a chung but see he freak make you out
0: he makes being blind and stabbed scary as yeah. it sounds <laughs> yeah like he's not again he's he is he he's like what people say of uh roland emmerich or michael bay not a bad visual director just not a good writer yeah. <laughs> not a good writer at all and that's saying something when you're a better actor than you are a director yeah <laughs> but you've he made your really career as a director movie. like eh, 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 he's fine he, yeah he fine. <laughs> he's not bad <laughs> he's he's fine yeah he is he is up he's better than some of the performances in this but so we've been going a like, bit on, the break he's fine
1: we've been going a bit on this already is there anything else that you that we haven't touched on that you want to touch on
0: um i just have to say the line that made me laugh the hardest in the movie I left you a father once, his ma- his his name was Giuseppe, and then I left him because I didn't find him attractive anymore.
1: I liked <laughs> that, like, that was that was the hardest I laughed in the movie. Don't hunch your back or otherwise, men men won't men won't get men will get turned off. It's like yeah. who says that to a two year old?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, your daughter's like six. Like, yeah, like
1: <laughs> hey, you're supposed to make men cream in their pants yeah what do you recommend i have for breakfast i have a calcium deficiency and that is a defining characteristic of me as a human
0: if my if my mother was telling me that she left my dad temporarily for a man named giuseppe i still would have gone like giuseppe (laughs) does he have a monkey on the corner (laughs) that's for quarters while he's playing the tambourine
1: (laughs) is that who you'd cast nicholas cage no um.
0: Uh. Nicolas, honestly, my Nicolas Cage pick. Um. Would would be replacing M. Night. Like that character. Like would be a good character for Nicholas Cage. I think. I think
1: I'd actually replace him with the guy that is the. I don't want to say owner. The guy that opens the van door.
0: Yeah, that's M. Night's character.
1: No. 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 Like.
0: Oh, the doorman. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When he's
1: like, "Hi, welcome to our little piece of."
0: Hi, welcome to Chili's. <laughs>
1: Uh sir, this is a Wendy's.
0: <laughs> um But that that's Welcome my... to Chili's here's your cocktail. <laughs> welcome,
1: welcome welcome to Chili's. Uh by the way, we're gonna perform a medical experiment on you. Like <laughs> I just, Hi Welcome to our little place. I'm like
0: See, for me I, I could just Oh the beach is <laughs> I almost did a Don knots. Yeah, the beach is up there, just uh just carry your stuff and you'll get there soon. I gotta go. <laughs> kids eat, kids eat a lot because 'cause they're growing. Just like me. I'm a grown boy. <laughs> I'm growing in my pants right now. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I didn't fish my water. <laughs> the fridge is right there. I know. But we're like literally at
1: the... literally we're six feet from you. The fridge is socially distanced.
0: We're at the we're at the end, though. Did you have anything else that you wanted to add?
1: No, I like I said, I I just, I, I just
0: wanted to say Giuseppe and I'm good.
1: I, I rated this what I did because I don't um, I don't. I just I, I don't know who I'd recommend this to because to me the best part is the story and frankly if I could just tell someone the story in a four second pitch they got it I think I think that- I, I will say I want this movie remade really bad give it to someone that is not gonna put their their style over actually producing a good movie yeah. get someone to do the movie like that and I'm all for having this movie remade.
0: I think if, if, if approached with a kind of check your brain at the door approach, like it's, it's better than your whatever throwaway B movie, but beyond, it's like the kid that's like the best at JV, but would get destroyed in varsity. So he's like the best JV kid. Like, it's like right there for me. Cause I really was entertained here and there. Like, uh, the, the, the body horror that was in this movie was really good. It's just when they're all, yeah, you're right. When they're talking in between, that is kind of hit and miss, yeah. kind of dopey. But I, I can't say that it's his worst movie. So I, I don't know. Like we've been talking for an hour, I, I'm right down the middle. I love a lot of this movie. I really don't like a lot of this movie. So I just, that's where I'm at. So I think with that, we need to take a brief break. And then when we come back, we'll remind you what our second review of the week is. Be right back. Alright, everybody, we're back. Thank you so much for listening to our thoughts on Old, the M. Night Shyamalan movie. Uh, if you want to reach out, let us know what you think. Uh, we're on all the social medias and emails. Okay. And, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I was getting a little bit ahead of myself, I just realized. Just, but just let us know what you think about Old. Uh, we'd love to hear what you all think. Um, I'm changing it up a little, you know. <laughs> but, um, wow, you look so unimpressed. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: like, stick to the
0: script. <laughs> Uh, But yeah, that's our thoughts on old. Um, Nick, per usual, the second movie of the week, you pick it. You didn't think Isla Marfin. Oh, no, I didn't. That's why I get for trying to change it up. Isla, I apologize. Thank you. That's stick to the script. Thank you, Isla, for the music. Sorry, I almost forgot you. We still love you and appreciate you. Now, Nick, what is the second movie that we are going to be talking about this week? We're going to be sliding! All the way into Norbit. Yep, we're watching... Norbit, the infamous 2007 Eddie Murphy movie that, in some people's opinion, costed him an Academy Award. <laughs> it is on HBO, HBO Max, all the HBOs. Uh, if you want to watch along with us, but that is what we're going to be talking about on Thursday. Uh, it's the uh, first time we've had an Eddie, Murf- Mur- Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> This is the first time we've had an Eddie Murphy centric movie in a while or ever because uh, we didn't be do coming we didn't do Coming to America two. It might honestly it might be ever, possibly. I can't remember. We've been doing the show long enough. i actually can't think offhand. I I think it might be though. I no. I wanted us to do Harlem Nights and then it went off streaming. Uh, <sighs> I don't know. I think it might be. I don't know. I should stop saying things like that because people can people will correct us and make us look dumber than we are. <laughs> I
1: mean, you're the one saying it.
0: I, yeah make me fine make me look it's our show when i say something dumb we both look dumb that's how that's how a partnership works this
1: is a marriage
0: <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna get you a show ring to put next to your other ring oh
1: god it's just a uh it's a, it's just a sprinkles container <laughs>
0: Instead of a thing of blood, it's a thing with literally a single sprinkle in it.
1: <laughs> and you take it to the mall and some guy writes your name on it and you're like, it's kind
0: of like a grain of rice. <laughs> with my name written on it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I get really hungry one day and I just crack it open and eat it. And then, and then two hours later, you get a phone call. Uh, I'm at the hospital.
0: <laughs> For a single sprinkle. I don't know what liquid this was in, but it is not edible. Oh my gosh. You know how much rather I'd like to just not talk about uh, <laughs> Norbit than <laughs> than talk about Norbit. <laughs> Norbit! Uh, but yeah, that's our second review. It's on HBO. Um, listeners, uh, that's what's coming out on Thursday. If you want to reach out to us in the meantime, though, Nick, tell them where they can do that.
1: Sorry, I was yawning uh facebook brownie points guide to cinema instagram brownie underscore points underscore guide and twitter at brownie underscore cinema as well as brownie points guide to cinema at make sure that you are sending us brownie bites is whether there's topics to discuss countdowns to do movie trailers review um or movies review whether they're in theaters or streaming new releases or time machines um the show logo the bowl of popcorn with the brownie is the profile picture for everything uh we're also on letterboxd and is capital d brownie 49 i'm somewhere on there even though i've never posted anything um, make sure the big thing is to make sure that you're leaving us reviews on whatever platform you listen to us on. That is a really important way to help us grow because we don't have sponsors. Uh, so it's the best way for us to get through algorithms because we're not going to pay our way through. Um, also make sure, um, we don't have any new reviews. Also make sure, sh- uh, Oh, if we do get reviews, I will read them on air, especially if they're on Apple podcasts. Um, make sure you're leaving us reviews on whatever platform, but also make sure you are, um uh leaving us recommendations on social media i think that helps too yeah you dan
0: (laughs) yeah and let us know what you think because we'd love to know what you think about the movies as well i'm going to start trying to say that in our scripts more often so uh just let us know on all those platforms uh Otherwise, guys, we will continue to be here in your ears on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Anchor.com, and all other major podcasting platforms here and around the globe. International listeners, we know you're out there. Thank you for listening as well. So far, the year has been better than 2020 by a mile, but it's only going to get better if you uh, wear your mask where you're supposed to, or if you're unvaccinated, uh, wash your hands, open your ears and your hearts, and give a damn about each other, and um We've taken the stance for quite a, quite a while now, but we really, really hope and encourage you to go get your vaccine. We did. We feel fine. We feel great. And uh, we want the world to get back to normal. We want to stay out in the world. We don't want to have to go back in again. And we want you to come out with us, so go ahead and get your vaccine, too. Um, it's think of, think of your fellow man. Just think of it like that. But with that, that is our thoughts on old. That is the end of this episode. We'll be back on Thursday with Norbit. We'll see you then.
1: you imagine if in this movie they found, what was it, the woman in Norbit's name?
0: Oh, I can't remember her the name. The main
1: character, that's really mean. I can't remember her name. They just see her in the bikini walking around the beach.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? <clears throat> and she falls over dead. Men went a little, mm a little, hey, hey. <laughs> he reminds us also before the movie starts that he's been making movies since 99 and i kind of wanted to shout the screen but which one was good (laughs)